This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. Hey, welcome to the Two Bobs. I'm Rob. And I'm Robert. You're listening to episode 189 for Monday, August 8th, 2022. Why do you sound like you're speaking through an intercom on an airplane? <laughs> I don't know. I just felt I felt like I was close to the microphone. So what's what's going to happen if I cover the sides of my mouth? What's it going to sound like? I've never done that before. I think yeah, I think it extremely distorts the 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 audio. It really was. Does this sound better? Uh, and I'm Robert. You're listening to episode 189 for Monday, August 8th, 2022. I mean, that does sound much okay. better. Then I'll use that Sounds one maybe. Good. This week on the Two Bobs, we're going to talk about, as always, the beer we're drinking. We're also going to talk about a, a CO2 shortage. We're not really in that order, because then we get into crazy news. We'll talk about spiders are evil. McJail time. Some fancy feast. Snake. Unique grave ornament. And Nickelback. They're probably most excited about Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you know, use both. That's what we do, right? <laughs> That's right. Leave, leave the Just because we fuck something up doesn't mean we take it out of the show. No. That's no fun. No. I mean, you definitely take more of your own fuck-ups <laughs> uh, than, than mine. I'll, although, probably because I fuck up a lot more than you do. <laughs> there probably is a so, little bit of a, of a difference there, but that's okay. Maybe it, maybe it is more fair than I <laughs> that I am alluding to here. I'm doing my best. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So. so is your week going okay? Yeah, and and is this was this three episodes in a row? Wow. Four, I think. Four, four. Last was three. Oh my god, you're right. It's four episodes in I'm a row. This is crazy. I need a union now. Well, and I mean that being said, next week we're out of town. So if you're <laughs> you're not getting if you're listening to the ah, show, there it goes. You know, enjoy it because uh, it's the last one you're gonna get for two weeks. Mm. Go back and listen to some old ones, <laughs> but don't go too far back. No, just a, a moderate moderate amount back. A couple. Like the early one hundreds, maybe the late, yeah. the late, you know, double digits. Yeah, uh, going back to episode one, uh, we just kind of like we we didn't really, yeah, we didn't really know what we were <laughs> we were doing yet. It was it was still very awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. We we were still feeling each other out at that point. <laughs> I don't think we had really determined whether or not we truly liked each other yet. So <laughs> now it's too late. <laughs> no, no. We're Speaking of not liking anybody, I, I'm on a hall pass right now, Rob. I don't know if you know that. Well, and well, is it because you're you're are you home because you're home alone? I right? am home alone. I'm, I'm yeah. Macaulay Culkin. Melissa's off to the uh, the great uh, Europe, and Benji and I are staying here. So I gotta dis- you know destroy the house for the ten days that she's gone, and then on the eleventh day, I gotta work like hell to put it all back together. Well, I mean that's what we do, right? <laughs> Although you know what's weird is is I I'm almost more anal around the house, like OCD around the house yeah. when Kelly's not home. Yeah. I don't Just know, it's, it's weird. You're afraid she'll pop I in. Be, I'm, I I guess that <laughs> that must be it. God knows what could happen. Yeah. Well, I think you're more you're more yeah. of the you're more of the tidy person, like put shit back anyway. Where I'm like, well, I'll get to this later. Yeah, more or less, I guess. I don't like clutter. I don't <laughs> like things laying around. You know, if ever, everything has a place and you just got to put it back yeah, in where that I place left it last time. That's where it goes. <laughs> well, if, if the last time was was in its place, I'm sure. 
Oh man, Melissa told me she goes. She said when you you said you were coming, she said you know I got really worried because she's she's kind of like that too. She likes like I can I can be practically in the middle of a bite of eating thing something, and she'll take the plate away and like wash it. Like I was in the <laughs> middle of a sandwich, but and I'm not like that. I'm like you know I'm, I'm pretty good. But there are a couple of times like if I know I'm going to set something down, like I'm going to come back and get this. She's no no you got to put it away. It's like no I was going to come back and get it. Oh, well. So, yeah, she was very concerned when you got here that you would see that there might not be things completely put away. So she, she fessed up. She goes, you know, I was really nervous before he got here because I know you don't really put things away all the time. <laughs> I, I thought your house was beautiful. Okay. So I, I, she, I know she was very concerned about yeah. that. But, I mean, you know, it has a ton of character. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot of things. But yeah. you can tell that those things that you have in your house are there for a yeah. reason. And they have a purpose. And so, it's you know, it, I I... I was not offended whatsoever by your house. <laughs> oh, good. Bullshit. Well, I'm looking forward to, to drinking what I got here and uh, talking about yeah. some some wild Me shit. Too. There's there's lots going on in the world, and we, we probably should get into it. Probably. Probably, I mean. Oh, okay. Hey, bartender, another beer! I was messing with the sounds a little while ago. And I got two new drops. I got to figure out if I can work them into the show today. Speaking of drops, the last... I think I texted you last week. We just didn't do the beer drop. I was like, and hey, now we we're going to talk about beer. So this week I have the no, because I texted you. I was like, no beer drop this week. Fuck it. Oh. Like there was no drop. Dude, I'm so out of it. Well, we sat here. We must have gone right into it. I think I know I was excited I to get to my beer, but I don't Maybe you it did. It was funny. I, dude, I'm, I'm half spaced out these days anyway. So you probably did. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. It was funny. <laughs> And you didn't say anything either while we were sitting here. You didn't like, oh, here's the drop, and I don't, I'll have to go back and listen now. I'm now I'm curious. I listened to it, but I don't think I even noticed it until you just said that. Now now I really have to go back and I know the music was in there because I add that in later. But I'll take your yeah. I'll take your word for it. That's all right. It was funny. <laughs> anyway, this week this week we're going to our friends friends of the show outside oh, else. Good. And uh, I, I have, uh, I've, I've had some of the deleterious stuff, which I, which is some language for has a shit ton of alcohol in it. But uh, uh, this is the deleterious vanilla, which is an imperial style aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla aromas of fresh. Oh, nope. Aromas of vanilla. Rich, sorry, I'm reading it from the can here. This smells uh, like my aroma. vagina. It doesn't smell like my vagina, but uh, aromas of vanilla, rich dark chocolate, and raisin showcase this imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with whole vanilla beans, roasty sweet with delicate vanilla and subtle notes of oak lead into a smooth warming finish. 14.6 alcohol by volume. She's strong. I taste it. I've had this before. But uh, nonetheless, I'm going to. I, definitely, you know, definitely some aromas. Vanilla is in there. It smells kind of oaky. Mm. Let's t- see what it tastes like, though. Very boozy. A lot of the deleterious is like, like you it. can tell, like it's got a, you can tell it's got a lot of alcohol in it. Um, but nonetheless, it, there's a good amount of flavor in there too. Chocolate, vanilla. Um, I don't know if I'm getting raisin per se, but uh, a little bit of like the, kind of like that roasted flavor. Yeah, there's a sweetness. Really in there? good. It's That's sweet, which kind of, which helps to like cut through some of the like the booziness of 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 the drink as well. Because yeah. I mean, it's again, it's a 
it's dark as night it's uh and it's 14.6 alcohol by volume you can definitely tell that this is a strong beer they don't try to mask it but they try to complement it i feel like um with this beer it's a really good beer i mean you know uh um a lot of flavor complexity there um a lot of just a lot of flavor um and uh yeah it's a good one i rated a five on untapped oh really it's been a minute since wow a minute since i rated a five and we've we've had odd side so so when as I go through here to tell you the times we've had odd side, I realize that sometimes I spell odd side <laughs> two words. Sometimes I spell it one word. Wow. I can fix that. Yeah. So so it's like fifty fifty here. So it is two words. It's supposed to be two words. Oh. But anyway, it started it started the first time I've had odd side was uh I think Let's see. Well, the first time I had odd side with two words was episode one thirteen, truck stop petting zoo. I had to foster the banana. Episode one fifty four, colostomy bag of salt. I had a salted caramel smoked porter. Episode one seventy four, forklifts, trains, and automobiles. I had a peanut butter cup stout. Ooh. Episode one eighty six, just not that long ago, I had a toasted coconut deleterious, mm. which was also delicious. Um, oh, never. I had, oh, I also had it, uh, episode 62, unicorn saddles, uh, Java chip <laughs> mint, mint stout. Now odd side with, with one word, Oh, I, I had that episode 149, the family episode. I had a rum ham. That's like the, <laughs> the only one that I didn't really like. Cause it just was fucking weird to me. Like I can't, I can't get over that episode 159. Do you electric? I had a deleterious <laughs> double oaked. <laughs> episode 161 rampaging cows cows i had 11th anniversary stout um which was even stronger than this now that they think about it uh so uh yeah that's that's all the times i've been <laughs> that's all the times i've had outside on the show and and one more so i've had it i've had outside several times it's a good one huh Oh, you can you, oh, you don't have outside by you though. no i don't but I, you know, maybe uh, well, that's something you, that i'll have to i'll have to have when i get up there well, I, I have a couple. I have two more of these left, yeah. so I can save them because they are in Grand Haven, Michigan. They're not too far huh. away from me. They're a little bit further further south, but yeah, not too far away. I think Grand Haven south <laughs> of me. I think it's like downriver. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> Where is it on the hand? If I'm here, <laughs> then it's like here. here. Oh man! What well, you know? I I'm disappointed. So I I got this beer. I went I went to go. I don't know why I was over there, but I went to go see my friends at the uh, the, the local shop, and 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 I got a couple okay. of beers, and I try to well, I did get the beer. I got the Star Wars one I sent you, and then I got a couple of sours yeah. and fruity type things, just because I'm enjoying trying all the different ones. And I got this one, and sure, I really sure. was very excited about it. Uh-oh. So I, I poured it, and I smell it. I said, oh, this smells really good, but I remember my first my first thought in pouring it was, this doesn't look like I expected. So I, I'll, I'll put it up and let me get my hand there. So you can see now if you pour a, a, a sour or like a pastry sour, it, it's thick. And this poured, yeah, this poured very thin and it poured very, not watery, but it, it just, it just poured thin. It, yeah, poured, yes. it, it didn't pour like a smoothie, like I expected. Um, oh yeah, I've I've had those. Yeah, so I'm gonna explain it. So what I've got, uh, the can is really cool. It's the um, Great Notion Brewing Company blueberry muffin. And I thought, okay, that's really good because I love the shout out of blueberries. Anything with a blueberry, 
If I go to Starbucks, I get the blueberry scone whenever they don't have the pumpkin one. Um, I get anything with blueberry. I put blueberries on my Cheerios. I do anything with blueberry I like. Can't go wrong with blueberry. Yep. And then now as I as I crack this one and I pour it, I realize that the side says tart ale with blueberry flavor. And I go, oh, no. Mm. Now, pouring it, and I'm a good, like, it's it's on the table in front of me. I can smell it. I smell it right away. And I, and I said, okay, that smells really good. So I'm excited. I'm still a little bit nervous because I see how thin it is. And I go, you know what? This is, uh, is I'm putting a couple things together. So. I start to I, I start to smell it, and then I go ahead and, and I, I pull it up close to me. Liquid fecal excrement. And it doesn't smell quite as good <laughs> close up. Well, hopefully it doesn't smell like and that. It, well, it, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, you're you really what selling it, this what, beer. What it smelled like. But, oh, boy. But I'm going to. I started this to check in. I'm glad I, I held the. Uh, I'm glad I held the number. And I like even here. It's it's down like shoulder. It's like it's almost as close to the microphone. It, it's it's six inches away, and I smell. It. Oh, this smells good. It smells. Oh, there's Finnegan. It smells sweet. It's got it's got a really good smell smell to it until I get it close, and I and I'm a, I'm a little bit afraid that that's what the flavor is going to be. So I'm going to try it. Um, but let me first tell you what the hell Untap says. Yeah, brewed in collaborations with our friends at Southern Grist. Blueberry Cobbler Muffin is a hybrid of two of our favorite beers, uh, GN, which I guess is Great Notions Blueberry Muffin, and SG, which is Southern Grist Blueberry Cobbler. So I I, I don't know what to expect. It's rated, and why I was excited about it, too, is one, I love blueberries, but it's rated average is very high, four and three quarters, and even, even the last one is a almost four and a half, four and a quarter so it's rated very high this was amazing so much blueberry and vanilla and cinnamon with a small sour twist i don't i don't get that by looking at it but i'm gonna shut up and take a sip and probably a gulp and tell you if i can get any of that yeah. in there. and i hope i do i mean this sounds great <laughs> don't do that <laughs> <laughs> sorry Man, you see, they need something to do a commercial for them. <laughs> it's really tart, which uh-huh. I would have expected from a cherry or a strawberry or something. And the other sure. one that I had was going to be a strawberry shortcake. And I go, oh, that's probably pretty good. But I'm going to do a different brewery, I think. Uh, but this is going to be blueberry, and, and I'm going to love this one. So I don't know. I I'm going to finish it. But I'm not going to like it. I'm going to do it kicking and screaming. It's like eating a hot circle of garbage. So I... Oh, that sucks. I don't know what to rate it, Rob. (laughs) I... You know what? I dumped... Dumped probably two or three of those chocolate Uh quarter yinglings out the other day. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I can imagine. And I... It's for the best. But I I actually drank that one, and I, I don't... I'm uh-huh. gonna finish this because I like blueberries, but I don't sure. know how these people what the well no see there's a two and a half something is making this taste like potpourri pretty unpleasant <laughs> um, <laughs> mm, potpourri that's what I always want in my beer yeah and there's a there it is here it is a two a two and a quarter so it's probably gonna be close to that for me there's a two and a half yeah that 
Wow, this is so you're not going to be buying any more of these. No, I'm I'm pretty disappointed. It was yeah, I'm disappointed. So I'm not quite sure what the number is going to settle on. That's like borderline offensive. But yeah, it is. It really is. I I want to like it so much. I love blueberries. Most will tell you, I'll buy stuff with blueberry. She's not a big blueberry fan, so she knows I love blueberry. And this is disappointing. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down to two. It, it might even go lower than that, but I'm going to be nice and probably rate it a two because I think I probably paid a lot for this can. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do my best to power through it. And that's all I have to say about right. that. Um, but yeah, the great if, you, if you're going out and you find the great notion brewing blueberry cobbler muffin, you know, save your money, yeah, buy, buy the, a Bud Light or something. Do the- well, do the rest of the world a favor and buy it and then dump it out so nobody else has to endure it. Don't pour it into the waterways, though. <laughs> yeah. We want to protect those tag. at all costs. Yeah, but we don't take the brewery in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I even, all right, I even well, decided you know, I, I've got a spare beer. You can't win them all. I'll save it for next time anyway. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I've had beers that I've hated on the show. Oh, I've, I've had a couple one. I had a one. Did you remember that mead oh. that I got? It was the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever. It was flat out offensive. Or there was the one that had like there was like had like the tomato in it, like bloody beer or something, yeah. and it just tasted like hot fucking garbage. So I mean, I've had some pretty horrendous beers. It's like eating trying, a hot like, I, circle of garbage. I always want when Pete when when breweries release like creative new like kind of new age type of beers i always want to like them yeah. because i'm always like that's different and it's not what you would expect um but then again you know it's like i i feel like sometimes like you just need to have what you expect a, a beer to taste like because yeah. otherwise it tastes like shit yeah i'm i'm leaving a scathing <laughs> yeah. note on this one. Oh well <laughs> maybe yeah. some crazy well, news my- will make me feel better Probably. Let's do crazy news. That's all. I'm going to play the drop for this since you said I don't play drops anymore. That's all I have to say. Craft crews are facing tough decisions amid a nationwide carbon dioxide shortage. <laughs> I'm assuming we were going to skip this. Well, we were going to talk about it, but I, I completely forgot. I got Nessie. Now my phone is reading what I was saying. How, how, are you, how, can, you, how can you run out of carbon dioxide? I know. Just tell people to breathe. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're killing all the trees. I feel like there'd be plenty of carbon dioxide floating around. Well, so, you know, honestly, I'll, I'll tell you. And, and, and what we're talking about here is an, uh, I actually saw this on the Today Show and I realized it'd be something to talk about. And we should have done it before the crazy news, but fuck it. We're derailed by drinking this blueberry cobbler anyway. But I saw it on the Today yeah. Show and then I, I pulled this up in NBC News that there is a shortage of CO2, which is going to affect beer pop because of the the manufacturing down in Mississippi. I think it was Mississippi. There was some strike down there and then the trains broke and then something else happened. So they can't get the CO2 out. So there could be that the breweries in the States that they get them, they get them enough that they're able to keep up with their demand, but they're, they're going to end up. It's not like they stack weeks of CO2. Like CO2 has been plentiful. But yeah. now they they're not going to be able to get it. So if they kept, you know, three four days worth of CO two on hand because that's how they used it, rather than just letting it sit, they would order it and it would show up like Amazon. Now sure. they're not going to be able to do that. So there's a chance Free that some of these deliver. breweries will not be able to 
provide the either the beer or um or anything because of the 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 CO two shortage. So it's the it's it's the trains, it's the manufacturing, like everything. You know, it's just it's wrecked up. So I mean, we'll have to see if that affects our beer. And I mean, selfishly, I'm, as long as uh, as long as um, Founders has plenty of CO two near the beginning of September. I was, I you know, honestly, I was thinking about that. <laughs> That's my main concern. I, I was Before too I when I saw yeah, it. Yeah. I said, just get it to yeah, get it to it. Michigan by the time I get up there. Because if we go to Founders, like, well, all our beer is flat because we don't have CO two. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I'd be very upset as well. So. Anyway, oh well. What do what do we got going on here? If that happens, then I'm definitely just going to have to hang out with Dave. That's the only thing that's going to make it better. That's the only thing. <laughs> Dave makes everything better. No, I'm looking forward to seeing Dave. Not a kid, but it'll be fun. But anyhow, you want the first one, or do you want me to take it? Because you know I'm I'm on edge here from the... my shit beer. Yeah, why don't, why don't you take the first? One? It's better when you're on edge. I know. Well, what's going to happen is it's going to take us to our friends at KSL.com. Where you and I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of spiders. I'm not I'm not one that's I mean, gonna destroy an entire forest because of it, but this jackass did. Where it tells us that a Utah man trying to kill a spider with a lighter started a Springville wildfire, police say. Oops. Springville and I like that it tells us the top estimated read time, two to three minutes. A wildfire started near Springville, which police say was started by a man who claimed he was trying to kill a spider on Monday afternoon. It's now 90% contained, thankfully, according to the firefighters. Corey Allen Martin, 96 of Draper, was arrested on Monday evening for investigation of reckless burning. He's 20, 26. What did I say? Six? You said 96. <laughs> Rob, I don't know if I can tell you how bad this beer was. 26 was arrested. It's on messing Monday. with your eyesight. Was arrested on Monday evening. For investigation of reckless burning. And I, I, what happened was I saw reckless burning. I said, that's a good show title. As well as possession of a controlled substance and drug paraphernalia, according to you. Oh, why, why else would he have a lighter if he didn't have drugs? Reports of a fire north of town on the mountainside came in just before 5 p.m. Springville fire officials said. Utah County Sheriff's de- deputies also responded to a report of the fire, which was located by the Bonneville Shoreline Trail near 1400 North Main in Springville. Did you start recording? Oh, yeah, you did. When deputies arrived, firefighters at the scene, because you told me at the time, firefighters at the scene told me, no, they told you. (laughs) What is happening here? This is usually you doing this. Said that they came across a man who said, I'm very... I expect it from me, not from you, though. Came across a man who said he had started the fire. The crew, I was like, why we is the video moving? The that's, that's Skype right behind my browser. The crews escorted him down the mountain to speak with authorities. The man identified himself as Martin <coughs> and explained that he was 96 and he saw a spider on the mountain <laughs> <laughs> and tried to burn it with a lighter, according to police booking affidavit. The affidavit says, when he attempted to burn the spider, the surrounding brush ignited, and the fire began spreading very rapidly. Yeah, I bet. Martin was arrested at the scene and placed in a squad car. Deputies later found a jar of marijuana and drug paraphernalia while searching his belongings. The ar- a 96-year-old. <laughs> 96-year-old affidavit speaks. The arrest report adds. 
fire quickly grew to 40 acres in size Monday evening, and it had burned about 60 acres of the U.S. Forest Service land within the Pleasant Grove Ranger District as of Tuesday morning. This really is long. According to Utah Fire Info and Information Center. Two to three minutes. It's actually not that long. You're just struggling. (laughs) I'm looking at it. It's not not terribly long. What a waste. See, I had I had two Kevin, and I saw that because Kevin Malone, right. because I saw I was watching an episode the other day, and he said that what a waste. I was like, oh, I gotta find that somewhere, and then I find the hot circle. of It's garbage. like eating a hot circle of garbage. And garbage. I had to laugh, and it worked out for this episode because that's what my beer is: two crews, one squad, <laughs> one engine. One <laughs> episode one eighty nine, hot circle of garbage. There we go, even better. Firefighters said they expected yeah. containment to drastically increase by the end of Tuesday's shift, and it improved from 10% to 90%. Officials asked residents oh, to avoid the area to help open the roads for emergency vehicles. The Bonneville Shoreline Trail is also temporarily closed between the Buckley Draw and Little Rock Creek as crews continue to fight the fire. I don't think you're a big fan of spiders, but I don't think you'd light an entire forest on fire he, to kill one. I mean, did just he get the it. spiders though? <laughs> just well, I mean, no, I wouldn't burn a forest it. down over one. Yeah, I didn't smash it up. Like <laughs> I don't like spiders, but I don't like you know set the world on fire. Hate the spiders. <laughs> there's, there's a happy medium in there. I feel like hold on, the dog is like fucking, hold on. <laughs> he's he's like staring at my office door, just panting like he needs to go out. I'll be right Finnegan, stop. Very inconvenient. Try to record a podcast. Well, what's up? Uh-oh. I read a Clorox white because I spilled beer all over my desk <laughs> a bit ago. You know what goes good with a forest fire, Rob? Um, marshmallows. <laughs> I just, sorry. Marshmallows I would be good in next... this in this uh, blueberry cobbler that I got if it had some marshmallow flavor on it. I don't know how, how much about... you think I'm bitter is this beer. How about some McMuffins? Yes, I could use a McMuffin forest. right now. <laughs> that goes with a forest fire. <laughs> I mean, that's what they say anyway. Well, only, only, <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires. Don't bring any McMuffins near a tree. Uh, that's what they say. All right, so we're going to CNN. Yes. So we know it's it's true. Regardless of what former President Trump says, <laughs> uh, where a passenger was fined one thousand eight hundred seventy four dollars after two undeclared McMuffins. <laughs> were found in his luggage. <laughs> yeah, we've got to declare, though. <laughs> Man, those are some expensive-ass McMuffins. I think right now it's like buy one, get one for a dollar, too. and cost them nearly $1,900. Thankfully, he didn't do that. Pass- oh, man, that's crazy. A passenger traveling from Bali, Indonesia to Australia has found themselves paying a hefty price for a McDonald's breakfast. That's look good. Though. The unnamed traveler was handed a fine of 2,664 Australian dollars, which is about 1,874 <laughs> US dollars after two undeclared egg and beef sausage McMuffins mm. and a ham croissant. Oh, I see. I don't I know if you feel ham. about the ham. Yeah, that's a problem. Were found in in their luggage on arriving at Darwin Airport at the country's northern territory last week. The incident came about days after Australian authorities found in tough, brought in tough new biosecurity rules after a foot and mouth disease outbreak in Indonesia spread to Bali, a popular destination for Australian tourists. Australia's Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry said a range of undeclared risk products 
including the <laughs> fast food items, were detected in the passenger's rucksack by a biosecurity uh, detector dog named Zinta. This will be the most expensive Marcus meal Ow! this passenger ever has. Mary Watt, Minister for Agriculture, Fisheries, and Forestry, said in a statement, this fine is twice the cost of an airfare to Bali, but I have no sympathy for people who choose to disobey Australia's strict biosecurity measures, and recent detections show you will be caught. The statement went on to confirm that the passenger had been issued a with a 12-unit infringement notice for failing to declare potential high biosecurity risk items as McMuffins are, and providing a false and misleading document. The seized products are said to be tested for foot and mouth disease before (laughs) being destroyed or consumed. Australia is FMD free. We want to stay it that way. Uh, Added Watt, last month, the federal executive government of Australia announced a $9.8 million biosecurity package with new measures introduced across the country's borders including sanitation, food mats at all international airports and biosecurity dogs uh, stationed at both Darwin and Cairns Airport after the highly contagious disease began spreading through cattle in Indonesia. And I don't feel like reading the rest, (laughs) but you can certainly read the rest by visiting, uh, by looking at the show notes and clicking on the link. So, yeah, so don't put McMuffins in your luggage. What, again... I, well, I I guess what I don't understand is why you chuck so, why you would check McMuffins in the first place. <laughs> Just check I them in like your when belly. You buy those like you have like a good ten minute opportunity to to you know to shove that to thing eat down those before like you know you should probably think about throwing them in the garbage. Although I have seen studies that shows that people have left McDonald's food out for months and <laughs> it change. hasn't. Re- and it hasn't molded because of so many preservatives injected into them. But yeah, yeah. Still, I, I, I wouldn't take that to mean I can check them at an airport at the airport and no. fly them home. Well, the they this, don't have McMuffins in Australia. The sausage looked like it's been sitting out for a while when he tried to check it, and the ham. I, I was looking at that, and you mentioned that right as I was trying to finish the rest of this this uh, blueberry cobbler, yeah. and I think this would go good with ham. Two things. Well, there's a two picture. things I hate. Well, I almost wonder if this not is not actually it's not the one. Um, well, it's in a blue like, bin. Pancakes. There's well, that's true. And there's but there's pancakes. I didn't mention that. Talk about that. And I guess that is ham on the left. There yeah, and the croissant. But who would stop and take a picture of it? I guess maybe they needed it for evidence. But were they are they really going to open up the sandwich like that so you can see what's in there? Go wow, here's that circle. Well, you got to. You got to open it up to test it for foot and mouth disease. <laughs> it's got to look like a mouth when you open it. I don't know. It does look good, I don't, except for the ham one, although it's kind of weird looking. It's got stripes on it. It's not supposed to have stripes. I want you a video of a of <laughs> cats that think they're turtles. If you were drinking a shit beer and you had... You had a McMuffin that had gone through the airline x-rays, and then you decided that that yet wasn't good enough. You would head over to the Huffington Post, and you would find a cat food brand that will let humans eat its latest Fancy Feast. Fancy Feast announced its plans for Gato Bianco, a pop-up restaurant in New York City. And I was just wow. there. If, if I'd have known, I would have, I would have stayed around and looked for this. It's no tall tale. 
Yeah, cat food. Yeah. Cat food brand fancy piece. Wasn't a kitten mm. around. Ah. Around this week when it announced they would be opening There's a temporary a cat food inspired restaurant for humans in New York City. <laughs> Gato Bianco by Fancy Feast. The two day pop up will be an Italian style trattoria or trattoria and culinary experience with recipes inspired by the brand's cat food. Brand also That's teased weird. an appearance. It does sound weird. I wouldn't have gone in there. Brand also teased an appearance by the fluffy white Fancy Feast cat in the restaurant. Uh, the menu was made possible by the brand's chef, Amanda Hasner, who should be fired in Michelin State. Michelin star. <laughs> She's wing. A Italian chef, Cesar Sassella. That means she can cook and change tires. <laughs> a chef who had been seen on Iron Chef America and Anthony Bourdain, no reservations. The chef or the restaurant wow. located near New York City's West, West Village. And meatpacking district is expected to oh, open to August 11th and 12th with up to eight diners allowed each day. Reservations are available through open table beginning at 12 p.m. on August 4th. That's well, that's today, Rob, but don't tell anybody because this is not coming out to the 8th. They might miss it because let of that. See, let me see if I can make a reservation. I should. I have the open table. We only go to places well, yeah. that have open table. Booked eight times. Show next available. There's no future availability for Gato Bianco. Oh, no. It's completely booked up right now. People are going in there to eat the cat food. And they have pictures in there. If you look at the open table, there's pictures of the cat food sitting on mashed potatoes. There's one made out of a heart. Looks like the pate kind of thing. I don't even know what to say here. I, I wouldn't try it. You know how expensive it's going to be to get into I a place that's open for five days. Yeah, that only allows eight reservations a day. Yeah, but I mean, you know, as funny as it sounds, though, it's like a Michelin star chef that's cooking the food. Though that's so you're thinking it might be good actually yeah. at the end of the day. Is that your I mean, suggestion? It's just inspired. It's inspired by cat food. Is that better than being cat food? Right. Oh. Expired. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you eat that, anyway. you decide to go to the grocery store. You can get something to eat. There's no. There's I, no harm. Nothing that could come out of that if you went to the grocery store. To get no, something. there's nothing. I mean, there's no harm in getting just picking up, going to the grocery store, picking up a bag of popcorn. Um, and, and we've all done it. On your side of the country, Robert, yeah. a Virginia woman discovers. Now this 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 woman in Virginia might actually argue that that's that that maybe there is some harm uh, to come from going to the grocery store and buying a bag of popcorn. What happened? Because she discovered she discovered a snake inside a bag of popcorn <laughs> at a cross, at a grocery store. There was a snake in it. That's crazy. A Virginia woman's trip to the grocery store took an unexpected turn on Thursday when she was startled by a snake wow. in her shopping cart. Kimberly Slaughter was inside a shopper's value store in Ludenburg County, Virginia, when she saw what she believed to be mouse feces (laughs) inside her shopping cart. It's like eating a hot circle of garbage. I was like, I'm not getting that bag, Slaughter told the news outlet, so I put it on the bottom shelf because there was already mouse poop covering the bottom shelves. Slaughter, who said... So it was a good good place to get food. So maybe they, well they they must have put the snake there to get the rodents. So no, Slaughter, 
who said she noticed rodent traps <laughs> on the bottom shelf, went to grab another bag of popcorn and saw that it had a small hole in the top right corner. When Slaughter went to put the bag in her cart, wait, so she she went, she grabbed a bag and said, "Oh, there's a tiny hole in the in the in the corner of the bag," and she went to put it in her cart. I'm gonna keep it. Maybe they'll give me a discount. This must be a good one. You know what? What we're gonna What's have to like, do, Alexa? Where is Lundenburg County, Virginia? Manager special. Here's something, something I found like on the web. According to Wikipedia.org, the county is situated southeast of Richmond and west of Jamestown. Oh, huh. Uh, oh, oh. So, so this this next sentence is really gonna. <laughs> it's really it's gonna. gonna uh, yeah, I mean, the rest of the sentence that I had already started actually clears it up quite well. Where it says the slaughter went to put the bag in her cart to take it up front mm. because it couldn't be sold. She discovered a snake inside. Oh. The thing had popped out, and you know, it was like, oh, well, hi, slaughter said. It was like, hey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she explained that when she brought the cart to the front of the store, the snake emerged from the bag and slithered, slithered around before returning inside the bag it was full it was the full length of the cart slaughter who says friends told her she encountered a rat snake said it had it had prime real estate though slaughter who has a baby at home told the outlet she worries about what would have happened if the snake had made it back home with her the the, the rat snake would have eaten her baby i have a baby and he's just starting to walk slaughter said so imagine if he was a little bit older or if my niece had gone and been like, hey, I want some popcorn and grabbed that bag and it bit her. Oh, no. It's not safe. It's not healthy. That's it's true. Store manager Brian Stanley said the store is investigating. We have no idea where it came from. Stanley said we are investigating, trying to find out where it came from. But we have no other indications that there could be any others. But there is that doesn't. That doesn't negate the fact that there's mouse feces all over the store and they have traps. traps. (laughs) They have traps on the bottom shelves. I'm looking to see where this place is because I like, I don't know exactly where that is. So let me see. Okay. Let's zoom in. I don't know. Fox five reported it though. See if, if, if Virginia is shaped like a hand, but now this isn't shaped like a hand. No. Yeah. It's in kind of a, well, yeah, it's not that weird of a place, but I've I've been I've been near there, so yeah, it, it probably does have mice. Hmm. Bummer. Interesting. So let the, let the record state that if you're in a in a store buying groceries, and there's mouse crap <laughs> and traps all over, you probably should go somewhere else to get your food. That's all I gotta say. That's true. But then. If you're if you're in a place and, and your 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 McDonald's hash browns and your your McMuffins got radiation, and then you're so hungry from that that you go to the grocery store, you get popcorn with rat feces and snakes in it, you're probably gonna die. <laughs> so that's gonna take us to our next story from our friends at Vice.com. <laughs> that's a hell of a segue. <laughs> See, I put these in order to figure that yeah, they would all tie die. together you somewhere. Gotta- yeah, yeah. So if you get bit by a rat snake and you're a baby, you'll probably. Right. Anyway, go ahead. You're, you're full of rat feces, and you're probably going to die, and you're gonna you're gonna end up like this lady. <laughs> His grandma's dying wish was a giant dick on her grave. 
The grave of 99-year-old Katarina Ordunia Perez is now topped with a huge penis and testicles weighing nearly 600 pounds. And I... Well, that's... Yeah, that's so the wind doesn't take it away. <laughs> or the crows, Rob. Wow, that's huge. And I... That's what she said. And I thought uh, that there there would have yes. to be something about this that explained why this lady decided that this was what she wanted. I don't know of anybody in my life ever that would have asked for this. So I'm just genuinely curious. Mexico City, before her death, 99-year-old Katarina Ordunia Perez had one final wish, a giant statue of a dick on top of her grave. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't a statue of me, Rob. Her family unveiled the completed monument Five and a half foot tall cock and balls weighing nearly 600 pounds mounted on their tomb at a cemetery in Mexico this past weekend as a recognition of her love and joy for life. Not quite the way what? that I would expect it. Why does it seem like it's so much bigger in the picture? <laughs> the second picture. It looks like it's like 20 feet tall. Well, the guy's kind of short, probably. She wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. Her grandson, Alvaro Mota Limon, told Vice World News in an interview, she's always very avant-garde, very forward-thinking about things. Doña Cata, she was lovingly known throughout the small county, or small town of Misantla in the eastern state of Veracruz, had a particular affinity for penises and what she believed they represented. She always said in the Mexican sense that they were vergas, said Motalimon. There are a few words in the Mexican slang as dynamic as verga, which is perhaps best translated in English as cock due to its general use as a profanity. This is really taking a turn. De- depending on how it's phrased, verga can be a brutal insult. <laughs> Telling someone to go fuck themselves or that they're not worth <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, this is great. It can be a compliment, a badge of honor uh-huh. that if something is verga, it's cool or yeah. badass. It's badass, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want to look at that picture. Doña Cata often used it with that sort of colloquial pride. Can you put it in the show art? No. When referring to the members of her I, family. iTunes might not like that. I feel like that's going to be your new phone wallpaper. Members of her family is Vergas, according to her grandson, that they were people of more moral fortitude <laughs> with integrity, courage, passion, at the same time, love and joy. By the way, Colin asked if we were going to talk about penises tonight. So, <laughs> Well, there you go. I'll be able to report back that we did talk about penises and looked at pictures <laughs> of them. <laughs> with little grandmas. The great-grandmother had grown up in poverty and not attended school as a child, but thought her hard work and determination became an influential member in the town of Misantla. Alexa, where is Misantla, Mexico? Here's something I found on reference.com. Oh, good. Mexico is situated in North America between the United States and Central America, occupying roughly 760,000 square miles. Neighboring bodies of water include the Pacific Ocean to the west and the Gulf of Mexico to the east. Bordering U.S. states include California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. There's a video of the unveiling further down. 
<laughs> I don't even know how to continue. Donya Kata instilled the message. In, All right, in, I picked this one out. <laughs> oh. Kata. And her children, grandchildren, and a great grandchildren, they were Varagas, which badasses and could accomplish anything that they wanted, especially the women in a country steeped in machismo, said Mota Limon. Many family members. That's a type of spices, spicy sausage. Oh, that's chorizo. Never mind. <laughs> you don't take it on a plane. <laughs> many, many members of the family yeah, went on to claim it. wide-ranging careers on OnlyFans. His sister got her doctorate degree. Moda Limon himself completed two master's degrees and even became mayor of the town for a period before he was evicted in disgrace. Moda Limon recalled how his grandmother saw with great with uh, saw life with great optimism and that problems shouldn't overwhelm us. This didn't say two to three minutes, did it? She conceptualized that idea to no. the family with the, got this. the metaphor of penis. TGV one eighty nine metaphor of penis, meaning that you're Virgo. When <laughs> <laughs> should not give up. When problems arose, you needed to face them head on. I don't even. Do you remember when we first started the show, and like you'd read a couple paragraphs, and I'd read a couple paragraphs? Like we would take turns in the story. No, I don't know why I was just thinking. I was just thinking if you need me to take over here, but you, you're doing a great job, though. You keep it up. You only got a couple more pages to go. <laughs> this is funny, though. Like you got to read this one. Oh man, <laughs> the end. She died over the years. Donya Kata had her family. Right, she was already and dead. people. <laughs> That was the whole point of the story, wasn't it? That when she died, she wanted her tomb adorned with a penis. Mo- a gigantic cock and balls. <laughs> a big Varagos on top of my on top of my crypt. Moda Limon oh. thought it was just grandma being grandma, bold and spunky and <laughs> playful as always. He didn't think she was serious, but before her death, he asked her about the longstanding request. She told me that it was her desire so that no one would forget her and that everything we loved about her would be remembered more easily. Why? Well, because well, you can talk about this forever. I mean, yeah, I mean, or you could talk about like fine memories or she was really nice. She made no. she made a, a great chorizo. But no, she yeah, had a big cock. And- <laughs> she had a she had a huge cock and balls <laughs> on her grave. Remember when we buried her and they pulled that big penis over with a crane? Yeah, that's what I remember. <laughs> we talked as a family and decided to make her dream come true. Oh, there's a picture of her. I'll put that in the show art. Donya caught an absolute legend embodying that big Verga energy she was always talking about. Well, it took a while to put the process in motion, and Moda Limon called a local engineer in town who builds plastic products like water tanks and children's play sets and asked if he was up to the task. Dildos. <laughs> At first, I thought it was they need a mold. At first, I thought it was a joke, said Isidro Lavoignette, the engineer behind the statue, because it's not very common to see these kinds of sculptures or monuments, and even less so in memory of somebody who's, defe- who's deceased. It's true. There really are many more pages. But while Levanyette said the project was the strangest he'd ever built, we've come this far. He wasn't. Ta-da-da, he, he was no pun intended. It was really surprised knowing Dona Cata because she was someone who broke taboos. Photos of the grave quickly circulated on social media after it was unveiled on July 23rd. So thankfully, it's hopefully this year. The local media storm around the Dick statue was also 
led to some interesting new requests for his business. Recently was asked to build a gravestone shaped like a dump truck by the family of deceased person who had a huge ass. Oh, no, no. He worked years in the construction industry. But not everyone is happy about the penis statue. Over 10 people, I think that around seven see the statue positively. If they don't see it as a good thing, they at least respect her wishes. There are others who, in their conservative values, are very close-minded, very square, who see it poorly. Her grandson said the family had discussed the backlash when planning the statue and were prepared for the onslaught of criticism. After all, this family is made up of Vergas. Uh, there's a lot going on there. That was really good. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot going on, but at the same time, really, it's it's a lady died and 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 had requested a, a huge dick on top of her grave, and they they obliged her. Yep, they got it. Yeah, they did, man. How do you um? <laughs> Can you segue into this one? So, yeah, it's a matter of fact. I can. This, this I should have let back you read your, this. Years and years ago, so the 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 Lions always play on on Thanksgiving. Yep. they always play a Thanksgiving game. And years ago, there was, and they always booked some sort of musical act, like uh, for halftime, kind of like Super Bowl, <laughs> but at much lesser uh, of a level. And one year they booked Nickelback, Uh-oh. and there was such an uproar. They ended up letting him perform, I think. Yeah. But there was such an uproar from people about the fact that they had scheduled, uh, had booked Nickelback, and people were offended <laughs> by it. And so this is a similar circumstance here. And this taking us to Houston, Texas. And our friends at Daily News reported where a man was locked up after throwing a beer bottle at a bartender who changed Led Zeppelin to Nickelback Uh-oh. on the jukebox. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Houston, Texas, Walter Smith was drinking at his favorite bar, Kegs Up, Uh-oh. this past Friday night. Walter is a regular and used to feeling right at home. On this particular night, there was a new bartender, Shelia, who was, f- who was closing for her first time. She was not familiar with Walter, so when he put on Stairway to Heaven right before last call, like he would do every night. He was there at closing. She didn't think anything of selecting a new song in the jukebox. Right when the epic guitar solo was to begin on Led Zeppelin's signature (laughs) song, Sheila picked a random Nickelback song to play to put her right in the mood for her first closing shift. Without thinking, Walter abruptly turned and threw his beer bottle in the direction (laughs) of the jukebox. Uh He didn't care that it was Shelia whom had got, who had hit, he, whom had got hit in the head. Uh, he just Bishak, wanted his song uh, back. Shak, Dev. I was about to bang my hat on the guitar solo when out of nowhere some Nickelback song came on. I mean, how could you even follow a Led Ze- a Zeppelin song with that garbage, let alone interrupt one of the greatest songs ever for them? Walter said in the media to the media from Harris County Jail. Sheila was unavailable for comment, but word has it she has quit the bar business and will return to school. This event may turn out to be a blessing in disguise for her. Hmm. So there it is, Robert. You never replace Zeppelin for Nickelback. Let's <laughs> read more, Rob. Does it have any Sacrilege. more? Sacrilege. 
Oh, it says read well, more. I and clicked then read more, and, and there's there was nothing there. Uh, yeah, it's just, it. it just gave me man freed after spending seventy years in jail for a robbery he did not commit. No, that's not funny. That sucks. Oh shit! There's a lot of weird stuff today. This, this is about as crazy as it gets. I think everything was crazier than the last one. Even crazier. Even crazier. So so we're gonna oh, be man. we're gonna be. Uh, yeah, so so next week next week we're right. off. We're not we, here. We got a week off next week because I have to go to the beach and oh. uh, yeah, drink Yinglings. Yeah, and then after that we'll we'll have one maybe two episodes and then and then we'll be off again while I I appear in Michigan and I'm very excited about it. No, I am too. This thinking is, about this the, gonna be a good time. Thinking about like the said, ABC. My own, the only thing that I'm nervous about is. Well, two things. One, that, you know, I've done such a good job. The lack of CO2. Hmm. I've done, I've, I've sold, I've done such a hard sell with almond boneless chicken that it, that my fear is that you go to taste it and you hate it. (laughs) Although I I don't think that that's going to be the case. Why is the gravy congealed? It doesn't congeal (laughs) at the moment. Like when you eat it, if you let it cool and then try to reheat it. I I feel like you 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 just can't make it hot enough for it to turn back into a, a liquid at that point. No matter what you I do, don't, I don't know what they do to it. It's very good when they serve it at the restaurant, yeah. though. So I guess that's the important part. I think the visit to New uh, Moon would be a big part of the experience. One of many things. My and and my other concern is that there's just not there's not enough time to do. But we, we, we there'll be plenty of time. We, we're gonna we'll, we're gonna we'll do it again. Have puppy. We're going to do all in bonus chicken. Yep. We'll have puffy tacos. Yep. Go to Founders. It'll be a good time. It's going to be a lot of stuff. Yep. We'll go to Bose and have and have old <laughs> fashions and get and you can get a haircut while you're there if you want. <laughs> a haircut and an old fashioned at the same time? Well, I've told you that. Is that, that a barbershop that sells that, that gives you alcohol too? Uh-huh. Uh, well, that I didn't know. I thought you just went to this whiskey place and you, you got drinks. Now you tell me there's haircuts. Hold on. Now I got to let me screen share with you. You know, I'll probably get a haircut before I come to make sure that I'm I'm presentable. Uh, well, I would hope so. Colin Harrison to say, you know, wow, he's shaggy. Finnegan would be like, he's... wow, he looks just like me. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Oh, that's the whole screen. Oh, no, there's Hold me. On a second. You don't need to see everything. Let's see here. Share screen. Oh, it is a barber shop. Look at that. I might need I might need to hold my hair cut if I can go to a barber shop and drink an old fashioned and get little hairs in it. <laughs> well, so hold on, I'll show you. Do they put a screen on top so none, none of it falls in there? So my hair doesn't really float to the ground, Rob. Mine goes <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, Birmingham and Rochester. Hold on, let's see here. Drink? Cocktails. Actually, they have. Whoa. This one looks really good too. So they so they the they left. fresh they fresh well they fresh <laughs> it's espresso that's in there yeah. and they have an espresso machine so they make the espresso there yeah and they make some really good looking drinks. Happy hour, like I said, is is Monday through Monday through Friday ten to six. Monday through Saturday ten to six. Huh. Perfect. 
Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's do this. Gift cards. Maybe I'll like them on Untapped. <laughs> yeah, so if you look here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it's 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 here's the bar here. Yeah. And then on the right. So it's like it's it it's enclosed in. Right. So it's not like you're sitting next to somebody who <laughs> is getting a that haircut. Hair like around. you can see, yeah, there's there's glass around it. They're in kind of like a fishbowl. Yeah. You know, where they're where they're doing the haircuts. But it's just uh it's a really it's a really cool place, actually. Huh. Is that where you this got the old the fashioned you sent me the picture? Uh huh. Really? Oh, they're all. I'm telling you, it's 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 a really cool. Their 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 drinks are really good there. What's that pink one What's, over there on the left? Oh no, not that one. There was another one. Yeah, that. So you go down to the left, all the way. Yeah, that. Some sort of. Yeah, it's like a martini. Fruit martini. It's like a piece of pizza floating in it. Yeah, I don't know what's floating. <laughs> in His hair, Rob. <laughs> I don't know. Look, but anyway, it's really good, and I'm very excited about it. Oh man, that's the one that got got cantaloupe in it. The one in the middle. Their drinks are good, man. I, I I've never had the one with the espresso in it, but I feel like I need to. Yeah, that'd be worth it. Tell tell Callis to come pick us up. Okay, <laughs> I'll let her know. I'll let her know. Oh well, well shit. Well, we better close this episode down and do a recap and get the probably let's do it before we ruin any more lives. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Goodbye. This preceding show is brought to you with joy by the two Bobs. Oh, words of their own. Not of anybody else in the world, because nobody else would fucking own up to this shit. And you can subscribe to our podcast or just go to the fucking two Bobs.com, stop being a little bitch, and just own up and do it. 